0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Round Tripper here on 89.1 WXVU Villanova Radio. It is Monday, February 11th at 7.04 p.m. I'm Pat Zhang, alongside Conrad Bayer, and we have our special guests back yet again. Matt Wood and Ben Moy. Hello,
1: hello. How are we doing?
2: We are doing great.
0: How are you guys doing?
2: Doing good. Staying warm. Trying to.
0: Hoping for an ice day tomorrow. Uh, uh, Ice day is an interesting way to put it. We, We're most not people gonna call it a snow day, but no, I no, it would be it would be ice. We didn't really not get much snow.
1: No. Hopefully, it'll be
2: ice. Pray, pray for ice. That's, that's
1: what we need, we need. Not we much. Give me the
2: weather report on the way on the way over. The projections for tomorrow. So,
1: what are the projections? It could be potentially just sleet, and then just go to freezing rain. And if it's freezing rain, I think mm. like there's not be enough snow to have a snow day tomorrow. But if we if we had uh, you know, a little freezing rain, that's a little different story. You know, that it is a different th- story. Th- you know, a tenth of an inch could be enough to cancel.
0: I'll take a tenth of an inch. To sure. cancel
2: a tenth of an inch? Freezing rain. Yeah. Oh, freezing sorry. rain. I'm sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: We'll, we'll take some freezing rain tomorrow. But, uh, of course, first off, I want to say thank you to everyone who was a part of an awesome surprise party on Saturday. And that includes the three on uh, on that the show right bird. now. Yeah, yeah, a big, big week. Big, huge week in our this friend group week. here. Uh is uh big with, with me and the Birdman. We will get to the Birdman it's weekend Bird, what's the word? Of course, so we'll say that for a little bit. But starting with the shout-outs, as always, we got Connor. We got Jordy, who will be a future guest on this show. He's going to be our first caller in show history in the NBA segment. Yeah. Go, Jordy. Monumental stuff. Absolutely. Monumental. Monumental. We got the Birdman. We got Jules, who will hopefully be calling in for a very special segment that I'm going to tease, but I'm not going to tell you what it is until the end. These guys know, but you guys won't. Mm-hmm. Oh. We got we got Rebecca, we got Shannon, we got Joanna, we got Megan, we got Fiona, we got Mom, Dad, Marie, Joe, Johnny, the Bears, the Woods, the Moys. We got everyone listening. Anyone you guys want to shout out? No. <laughs> you
2: got, you got it. everybody. Let's
0: go. get it going. let get everyone. All right, sweet. And, of course, a reminder to check on the podcast, which will be posted tomorrow. I always tweet it out at PZang15, also post it on Facebook. Uh, still working on getting that iTunes verification. I I thought it was on. I can see it it on iTunes for some reason. No one else can see it. So I just reapplied processing. It's it's so exactly. So hopefully we have it up soon and can have an update for you, but we're in the process of it. All right, let's get things started here. We like to be comfortable. We often come to a conclusion and we stick to it despite changing times or circumstances. Changing times, by the way, is an awesome sports bar on Long Island. Why? Because it's easy. It's simple. And quite simply, it's comfortable. But the reality is that things change, and taking the easy way out can often leave you on the wrong side of the equation. Like Conrad with uh, MJ and LeBron. is better than LeBron. Relax. This it's is my true. monologue. This is my monologue, not yours. Will you take a <laughs> shot at me? I'm going <laughs> to defend myself. MJ's better than LeBron. You can continue with your monologue now. This is not the same old Virginia Cavaliers, and this surely isn't the same old Duke Blue Devils. We all know that Virginia is a defensive juggernaut, They've held opponents to under 40 points in 10 out of their 22 games. Ken Palm ranks them as third in third in defense in the entire country, not surprisingly. What you may not know about them is they're ranked fifth in offense. With three guys averaging over 13 points a game, they have multiple options to get it done, especially future NBA player DeAndre Hunter. They're coached by one of the best in the country and Tony Bennett and are deadly from the foul line at over 75%. They are loaded and ready for redemption, especially after that fateful night against the University of Maryland-Baltimore County less than a year ago. Then there's Duke, one of the faces of the new age of the one and done, along with fellow blue-blood Kentucky. Year after year, they've been loaded with talent, yet they only have one national championship to show for it in the past decade. A team usually plagued by inconsistency has found their groove, and it's all down to a quartet of unbelievably talented freshmen. Duke comes in at second in offense, like Virginia with defense, not surprising, but fifth in defense. This isn't your normal Duke team that its players' heads are already thinking about what suit they're wearing on draft night. They're committed, and they're going to play some defense, as shown by that Zion Williamson ridiculous block out on the three-point line on Saturday night. This is a team focused on the now, and that's petrifying for the rest of the nation. They met for a second time Saturday night, though it might not be the last time these two meet this season, foreshadowing ACC tournament Maybe a Final Four, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. So that's going to get into college basketball. We're going to start with college basketball. Start with the big game of the weekend, as we said, Duke and UVA. So Duke went on the road to Charlottesville and won 81-71. What's our reaction to that game? Does Does that game prove that Duke's the best team in the country, even though AP rankings did come out today and they kept the voters kept them at two and Tennessee still at one. So guys, just go.
3: All right, uh, I'm going to go with I think this does prove that Duke is the undisputed best team in the country. I think you beat Virginia two out of two times, and especially at Virginia on Saturday night. I think especially about how convincing I think this win was. It was a 10-point win. I think throughout the game, Duke was controlled the whole thing. Unlike when they played at Duke and Virginia, you felt like Virginia had a chance almost the whole time, and at the end was a lot closer. I think how this Duke team played and how dominant they were. How dominant Zion was. How dominant RJ was, especially on the defensive end. Virginia really wasn't able to do what they're doing with Zion getting steals, breakaway dunks, blocking everything. I think that Duke should be the number one team in the country and isn't is the undisputed best team because I don't. Tennessee is not number one team. That's just not. That's
1: fake news. Um, I don't think. <clears throat> I think that we. I think mean, yeah, that they should be the number one team, but. Come March, you just don't know.
3: I, I the one I'm not thing, saying they're going to win, but I'm the, saying right, like you can't dispute the, there's a better team out there because I, I do think they're going to trip up because they're young.
1: Uh, I, 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 was of that mindset, but then of recently, I did. You just watched them on the court, and you watch like the four freshmen and like all like all the bench and everything like that. Like they, they're a team because mm-hmm. like if you watch, like Zion will make incredible dunks and will make incredible plays but when you watch like the like the guys like they're they're like they're really close you can tell that they're excited for each other it doesn't matter if it's RJ Barrett or, or Cam Reddish or, or or Zion when you know when when they make a big play and you know they get hyped up and they get really into it i think that they're more of a team than i think that people realize because you know they don't, they're mostly you know, four of them are freshmen in the starting lineup but I do think that there's a certain amount of maturity of around Zion, around RJ Barrett, um, that I didn't think that would happen in the beginning of the season, and I do think that that's starting to come together more so. So I am a little coming around that they could make a run potentially, which I did, you know, if you asked me early in the season, I don't think they were going to do that. Here's my thing with
2: deeming them the number one team in the country, deeming anyone the number one team in the country in terms of college basketball as a whole everyone plays in different conferences mm-hmm. everyone plays different opponents um, it's really tough to judge even at this point in the season we're not we're getting towards March but you know still still a month out or so um, it's really tough to judge who's who's the best team in the country really is at this point in the season because we will say Duke's the best team in the country because they get all the press on ESPN they had they had that one game where they had three dedicated ESPN put three dedicated fr- um, cameras mm-hmm. four dedicated cameras on the four freshmen right? So ESPN's hyped him up to be his greatest team of all time. Zion Williamson's getting hyped up to be his box office LeBron-like talent. RJ Barrett's being hyped up to be maybe the best player on the team. Uh, Trey Jones- oh,
0: That's the bigger. next Cam, question.
2: Cam, Yeah, Cam Reddish is a, uh, is a lights-out shooter. So we have all this kind of media telling us that Duke should be the number one team in the country and who's going to stop Duke? They look like this unbeatable force. Granted, they did just beat Virginia by 10 points, so I think it's a very valid argument to have. But I think there's a lot of teams out there um, around the around college basketball, that don't get the press that is they deserve because they're not an ESPN you know affiliated team. We always talk about Villanova; they're a Fox Sports mm-hmm. team, so like so you know they get no press, they get no real press on the uh, on the mainstream TV. I'm not saying Villanova's a top team with with Duke, um, but we talk about Tennessee, we talk about Gonzaga. Um, we talked about Virginia, obviously, who had just played. There's a lot of teams out there that are really good that don't get the press they deserve. Nevada is, I think, the seventh ranked team in the country that yep. one loss on the year. And they blow everyone so they out. Kind of blowing everyone out. Granted, they're playing Colorado State some nights. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to judge what kind of team they're actually going to be. So I think it's I think it's very I think it's really tough to, to deem someone the best team in the country. And that's why the tournament is such a such a great thing because every single year we'll see teams like Gonzaga or we'll see teams that really come out of nowhere like the VCUs of the world. Um, or the Butlers of the world that will come out of nowhere and they'll show everyone that, hey, I might be a nine or an eight seed, but we can play just with everyone else. And, you know, if you, if, I think a mark of being a great team is you don't over, overlook anyone and you play everyone the hardest you possibly can. And I think this team of freshmen, how talented they are, they're obviously su- going to be subject some nights to maybe taking a night off if they're playing <laughs> in the tournament, if they're playing some team that really. You know, I'm, I'm just saying, if they're one seed, playing a 16 seed in the first round, like, they're going to show up and play. I'm not saying they're going to lose or anything like that. Sure. There's a certain different amount of drive you have when you're playing Virginia or if you're playing uh, a no-name, you
0: know, UMBC. you
2: know, a, you know, yeah. a low-level team. So I think the judge are a really good team. You, we see when it comes around to the tournament. It's really tough this time of the year because you can't, it's like comparing apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. They play different teams. They play in different conferences. They play at different times in the day. So Duke's obviously up there, but there's a lot of teams that are up that top spot.
0: So what I find interesting about this year is that college basketball is often defined, if we're being totally honest, by a lot of mediocrity in a lot of teams, and it's tough to sort of set set those teams apart. But this year, I think it's really interesting. So at least with my my rankings of teams that I think have legit shots of winning the national title and really good, you've got Duke, you've got UVA, you've got Gonzaga, you've got Michigan, and then I'm going to throw Kentucky in there as well. I think those five right now are all so good that it's going to make things really intriguing. Now, I do believe Duke is the best team in the country. I do. Just passing the eyeball test is what they do. And it's mostly... On a,
2: on a talent base.
0: On absolutely. a talent base, exactly.
2: Strictly off talent, absolutely. You you can't argue it.
0: No, yeah. I, I'm totally with you there. So just looking at all the things they can hit you with, I believe in Duke. And again, it's on the defensive end is where I've been really impressed. The fact they rank fifth. You just you don't think of that with a lot of these Duke teams. It's, it's all offense. Uh, it's all talent. It's just let's see if we can go out there play hero ball and win. They're gelling really well as a team, so that's going to be something to watch down the stretch.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I I think that um, I think that they they just don't look like a freshman team. No, they don't. They do, and I and I I think that the only way they could loo- the only way I think they could lose is if they get too amped up. They get too you know all about in the moment because I I think that I don't think they take nights off. I think that they play hard every night. They play for each other. They play like they play for all the right reasons. Um, I think that the only way I can see them is if they just get, you know, a little, the moment's a little too big for them and, and they, you know, you know, Cam Zion, all of them have bad shooting nights. Um, in terms of taking a night off, I don't necessarily mean just,
2: they don't show up ready to play. I think they're, they're going to show up. They're going to be ready to play every single game. Um, Obviously, you you treat different teams differently. That's just by the nature of who players are, that just kind of happens within the realm of sports. Um, I'm talking about more when shots aren't falling and you start to feel some adversity. And I think they have proved in the Virginia game. It's kind of like a, there's a big stepping stone for them. These two Virginia games they played, but when shots aren't falling, and and you know you got you got to kind of turn to something. Nothing's really working. I think that that's really where you kind of tell how good a team really is. And Duke has not necessarily had that challenge outside of. That one Virginia game that they had was really close. Because to be fair, this Virginia game was a ten point game that wasn't mm-hmm. really super. Like, ten point game of the whole game, basically. but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't, they, it wasn't. wasn't The game was game. in doubt. Yeah, no, <laughs> no exactly. So what I'm trying to say is that don't I'm not knocking Duke as a as a talented team or anything like that. And they have obviously a great coach and Coach K. But you know, they run to the tournament. They face a team like Michigan, maybe in the Final Four. That the, would be a really interesting matchup, you know. And when it's a three-point game late, I can see Duke losing that game. I can. The like I athleticism can see any, of Michigan would be an awesome like matchup I can to see watch. Any that. other team losing that game? So it, 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 it's it's really you'd it, be be cautious in just anointing Duke, the number one team in the country, and they're going to be winning the national championship because they got three guys that are going to be picked in the top five of the NBA mm-hmm. draft.
0: So no, yeah. I, I think that's fair, and that so that leads into a, a fun little debate then with this Duke team is who's the best player on the Blue Devils.
1: RJ Barrett, are, are you back talking? About, up, are you talking about? You talking about hold on, are you talking about NBA prospects? Or are you talking about college basketball? Nope, college basketball. We're going to college Zion, basketball. Zion for college, like in, in the realm of college basketball. Mm-hmm. But RJ Barrett, I, I have a hard time. If I'm an NBA GM, I have a hard time picking picking Zion over RJ Barrett because he's he's more complete, more of a complete. That's so why I brought up the question. He. Is I still think he, he's Zion's just more developed right now. Mm-hmm. I still think he could he's gonna get stronger. I still think physically,
0: yeah, because Zion is a, cinder, yeah. a running cinder block I, I out do, <clears throat> there.
1: I, 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 I legitimate
0: d- running, cinder yes, block. yes. <laughs> he's
2: 285. He is he is a <laughs> running cinder block. We can what, do
3: things a guard can do. He's it, taking a charge,
2: was taking a charge from him is the
1: equivalent of getting hit by a Jeep, a Jeep, so yeah. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hold, hold on, do we so the block. Yep. That block was insane. Mm-hmm. He, the he recovery like, that you have to have for that. He looked like he, like we're talking like a about the block lion. on the three point line. line, line. Right. Yeah, he looked like a Two f- hands mountain up lion there. going at yep. like and oh, just you. on the I sideline there and and seeing him yeah. jump up like that. He was I don't know how high. I'm not even saying that. Imagine
3: being in the lane waiting to take a charge. I'm and you see Zion Williamson. Coming at you and is about to throw one down on you. Oh, you it, step out of the NBA way. NBA
2: players have come out anonymously and have said that I'm not taking a charge from that. Career. I don't blame them. I value, my, no. I value I don't my, my career. Yeah, I value my life. Yeah, yeah. you <laughs> you're not blocking it. Yeah. Oh, and it's not worth taking a charge. The so, best player on Duke basketball right now, in this, this grand scheme of everything, is RJ Barrett. I he he can he's a shooter. He went he, six for ten. Six for ten in the Virginia game. Mm-hmm. Shooting Zion went. One for one from three, Mm -hmm. not not known as a shooter. Uh, Zion's not a big free-throw guy. Zion shoots shoots 70% from the field, granted, granted, which is absurd. They're all all, Yeah. Come tournament time, he's he's going to be getting double-team. He's going to be Mm -hmm. getting a lot more attention to him than what he is right now. Um, As of right now, R.J. Barrett's the best player on the team. He's averaging more points per game. Um, He's Mm -hmm. kind of their go-to guy when they need it, more so than Zion. Zion will get the ball in the post, and if double-team comes quick, he's kicking it out, obviously, as as he should, but if they need a the ball mm-hmm. late, I saw at
1: the top, you're
2: giving the ball to R.J. Barrett, you're not giving the ball to Zion Williamson.
1: This, this is the way I put it. I feel R.J. Barrett can do whatever he wants on the court. He, he just does it in a quiet, more quiet manner. Like, it's Zion true. is making all these highlight plays.
0: But he's you, taking so many more shots. Barrett does shoot a lot. He's, yeah. a, he's a very high-volume shooter.
2: But he's shooting he, 45. Yes, no, he's absolutely
0: earned the, the right yes. to be able to do it. Which, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just no. saying saying he's going low key
3: about it while he's taking the most shots on the team. I don't know if I buy that part. I think the only reason Z- RJ is getting less attention is because Zion's a freak of nature. And he's a and it's sensation. ESPN has fallen in love with Zion mm-hmm. Williams and that's why everybody knows Zion Williams and not as much RJ Barrett. Mm-hmm. But you can't say RJ is going under the radar. I don't think that's a valid point.
2: Yes, which I also think if you transition into terms of an NBA prospect, there's a Bad argument. Everyone and I've seen several draft mock drafts. Right now, I have a mock draft pulled up that says Zion Williamson number one, RJ yeah. Barrett number three. This guy John Morant from interesting. He's got Morant at two. Too? Yeah, That's but, but you know Zion, take Zion RJ RG right at the top, right? Yeah, and I, and the reason you see Zion Williamson ahead of RJ Barrett in a lot of these these polls, he's obviously a, a crazy athlete. He's obviously this in a way LeBron like kind of figure in terms of from an athletic standpoint. But he's also a box office guy. He's got Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. Exactly. he's filling seats. So and, I mean, and think of
3: who's drafting at the top of there. There's those are the guys that don't have a star
2: that the could New be New York Knicks. That needs, the Knicks that the Bulls. Box office.
3: We got they're it's, struggling
2: it's, to sell tickets sometimes. It's sometime. New York, Phoenix, Cleveland, Chicago, Atlanta top 5 right mm-hmm. now. All of them um, so would help for, them, for Zion. if you're a
3: GM and you see it even in your mind, you're taking Zion because Zion's going to bring you back more money. While RJ might be the better player. Yeah. If you're a GM, I think you I think you take Zion if you, if it's that close because you sell tickets, you make your owners happy, and you can maybe make some money to then go get somebody else. Yeah. Because ESPN will put so much effort onto your team. Your team could suck. They're gonna put you on ESPN every day because Zion's
1: on your team. But is that is that smart for the franchise then? Because what happens to Zion? Money is always smart. And, Z- winning, and winning, winning brings in money, and if you win, you Zion bring brings in money. And Zion, Zion, we're not saying you can't you Zion, win with Zion. You can win with Zion. We're not
2: saying Zion's this lesser entity, this lesser you're talent. You're saying if, they're, if
3: you see them as equal or close to equal, you go to Zion. Team. Yeah. If you're a GM, not from a pure basketball, from a, this is how, this is a franchise. We're, yes, we're here to win championships, but... You still have to make money. It's money drives any business, especially in sports. Just think about all the trades that are done for money in the salary cap, um, all the trades where the Bulls are laundering money for the Houston Rockets. Laundering money. It's all about the money. You got it. You trace the money and you see where everything goes. You pay the most guy the most money. That's where they're most likely going. So money is important. You can't yes. say money's not important. There
2: is also, to an extent, some teams aren't necessarily prepared for a a media barrage that mm-hmm. some players will bring. Yep. I point to the, the Phoenix suns as an example of that from last year draft, last year's draft. Well, I think Deandre Aiden was, is, is the better player. He's just been hurt this year. So mm-hmm. he hasn't really been able to showcase that. He sure. has played well in his limited time, but Lonzo ball, who, <laughs> you know, goes number, goes number two to the two. Lakers. Yeah. You know, if Phoenix ends up scooping him. Uh, LeVar and Phoenix. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. Uh, so on the question, I will say for college basketball, I would take Zion kind of to, to Moy's original point And just, I feel like you give the ball to him down in the paint. I'm not sure there's anyone that can stop him. And especially if he yeah. gets a, a head full of steam, I know there is no one stopping him. If NBA, that's where things start to change. Where I guys love, are more developed, they're stronger. I love RJ Barrett as yeah. an NBA prospect. If we're going to go strictly college basketball, I'll take Zion. So moving along. Um, I'll skip that comparison and just say so. The committee, uh, we'll go with this. Then we'll actually break it up and we'll move Nova um, into the next segment and we'll take a break. But so the committee released their initial rankings uh, on Saturday of the top 16 seeds in uh, for for March Madness. Did any surprise? So Villanova was not ranked in that. They came in at 17, um, so a five seed. Any any surprises that we have on that uh, that seed list? Because so the number ones were Duke, Tennessee, Virginia, Gonzaga. I mean, personally. I think
1: Michigan is better than Tennessee. Yeah. I agree. I think Michigan is a more complete team. And again, <clears throat>
2: you can make that argument, but Tennessee isn't losing. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Well, you can say that Tennessee right now the number one ranked team in the country, and they're mm-hmm. playing well against everyone they play. So, sure. Yeah, I do think Michigan could be a better team, but it's tough to argue against Tennessee.
0: Yeah, I, I think Kansas as a three was surprising because I really don't think that Kansas team is that good.
2: No. I'm Harrison surprised started, by it. What was it what's the name of the big man went down? As a bouquet. As a bouquet. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, yeah. haven't been, not, they haven't been the same. They're nowhere near the same team.
0: No, but I, I'd say those were the two that stood out to me the most. I, yeah. I kind of think the Wisconsin one's kind of shocking. So, Wisconsin's a team that just, they play up and down so much. They you, just I'm not, not sure consistent. I'd want to play Wisconsin March. I wouldn't want to play them, but like... If you catch them on an off day, you can blow them out. Yeah. But also...
3: I mean, yes, they're the last one that was, they're the last number four seed. They're 16, uh, the 16 seeds that they came out with. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, especially when you see Villanova got left out, I, I'd I'd take this Villanova team over over that Wisconsin team because while Villanova's up and down, Wisconsin's even more up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're not playing at home, it's, they're kind of tough. Yeah, I and think it's that's tough fair. to watch.
0: And yeah. I'd also say I would, if you're putting together a March Madness pool, I would love the value of Louisville out of four because I think Chris yeah. Mack is doing an incredible yes. job down there in year one, which is very scary to think about what he's going to be able to do once his recruiting class oh, starts it, coming. It's in. Phenomenal!
2: It's yeah. unbelievable what, what that Louisville team is doing. Out oh, yeah. of all the all the teams I listed, so Duke, Tennessee, Virginia, Gonzaga for the one seeds mm-hmm. lock, no problem with that. Kentucky, Michigan, North Carolina, Michigan State, I have no problems with any of those. Yeah. Teams. Uh, the third, the three seeds. I have. I see Purdue, Kansas, Houston, Marquette. Marquette um, was on a Saturday, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They Proves themselves as a as a very legitimate team. Oh, they're a very good year. team. They're they're a very legitimate team. Marcus Howard's unbelievable. But they got a lot of other guys in that team that can play. Um, Houston is in what, another one of those teams no one really talks about, but very similar to Nevada. They keep Houston's playing good, and they, and they yeah. keep playing well. and They don't lose. They feet. beat Cincinnati. They will have one or two losses on the year. They're playing really, really well. Uh, Purdue is another team that really scares me. Um, they're big. Just as an entity, they're really big. Mm-hmm. you know. Villanova, I mean, just talking from a Villanova standpoint, we're not that big of a team. Nope. There's a lot yeah. of teams in college basketball that don't have a defined big men who sure. has that. that. Uh, but this Kansas team, I think just the name the name that Kansas has and it's, the reputation yeah. they have is why they're up there. Do I think they're a three seed right now in the March Madness tournament? Absolutely not.
3: Mm-hmm. And they, they might even fall off because I believe it's Ty Lawson's taking time away from the team. Yeah. Is that right? I know one of their players is taking time off for family. I think reasons. it's it's LeGerald-Vick,
2: LeGerald-Vick Yeah, but e- but either way, Kansas Key is another guy right there. Kansas, I the name is what's keeping him around. I think the name is gonna would, would keep him generally pretty high up on most people's uh most people's boards. Yeah, and <laughs> gonna have a lot of people rooting for him. But is Kansas one of the top teams? I I would hesitate to say that.
1: I think that uh <clears throat> a lot of these teams. I just I just really don't know what North Carolina's gonna be. I really don't know They're an interesting case. I don't know what I mean, I think Michigan State's good. Michigan's Michigan Michigan is really good. Michigan is very good. I don't know. I, I think Michigan State's also very good too, but I don't know what they're gonna be. I don't know what Iowa State's gonna be. Iowa State's a tough time. team.
0: I've i I've watched them play a couple times. They they play really good defense.
1: Like there's just so many teams on here that like outside of top four that I just look at and I'm like I could see all of these teams losing. for But a second also, round.
3: outside of the top four in any year, like who who are you replacing you feel, these you guys feel, with? You feel uh, confident I've got a couple of teams, but
1: in previous years, the last couple of years, you felt confident that um, certain teams were going to make it through at least a couple of rounds. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, obviously like Villanova <clears throat> two years ago getting knocked on the second round. I mean, that was kind of tough. But but there are like you you feel I felt I feel this year it's you know much closer together. Rather than there's no, so I
3: think there, there's the top which you can put as the number one seeds this year, mm-hmm. but then everything else is exactly, so jumbled, yeah. it's very close, it, it's very tough to make the distinction between these seeds right now. No, I uh, just in general, I think this March is going to be. One of the most ridiculous uh, tournaments that we've Pat,
2: seen. Sure. Who are you? Who are you looking at outside of these top sixteen that we that we see right now? So the bottom, the bottom four that I didn't list were mm-hmm. Iowa State, Nevada, Louisville, and Wisconsin around it. Sure. So the
0: the, the yeah. one team that I would say that's not up there that I would look at as very dangerous is Texas Tech. Um, they are the number, I believe. Oh, no, they are the number one defense in the country. They yeah. absolutely attack you. Uh, on defense, they play very high tempo They're ranked 15th right now mm-hmm. in, the,
2: in the AP top 25.
0: poll. They they are dangerous They're Now they're not a great offensive team, but they're going to absolutely slug it out. It's very similar to the West Virginia team that Villanova played last year. So I would say that's one team to watch. And then just of the teams to watch that was included in this, I absolutely think it's Louisville. I just keep, keep watching keep an eye on them because Chris Mack is yeah. doing something really nice there. Okay, so we've been going on for a while on that. So going to send it to a quick break to break things up. We're going to get into Villanova. And then have a, a little a nice weird jumble of Villanova going straight into the NFL, but that's fine. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, listen, this is, it's the time of the year where things get weird with sports. So uh, let's just so, do it here. So let's just do it here. So you're listening to 89.1 WXVU. This is Round Tripper, and we'll be back after the break. Back here on Round Tripper on WXVU, and Megan texted me during the break, and she's 100 percent right. That song came from the Grammys last night with Alicia Keys playing on those two pianos. That was pretty cool
2: you see Cardi B's outfit last night at the Grand I Museum?
0: did see Cardi B. What did you think of that?
2: I saw an internet meme that said <laughs> it looks like a, uh, a California roll, like a Super yep, Roll exploded. I saw that. <laughs> it, that does look like... Do you it, see I, her... It's uh, actually like a flower, kind of. Like, yeah, of it like was just... Flowers, like I, 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 yeah, absolutely. I can see a sprouting flower. Yeah.
3: Did you, you see sprout, her sprout. Uh, kiss offset? All right, we didn't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> did you see it? Because
2: if you saw You're it... We were back together. We were back together.
3: Once
0: you see... See that like the little short video? Like you can't unsee it. Like it's not there it's not normal. Yeah, don't if you haven't seen it, don't search it because you don't want to. You um, don't. And don't. Uh, it's terrible. And so should best song but Go search absolutely. it right now into and then, and then into Villain of But I'm gonna cut your mic off. No you're not. I'm gonna cut your mic no, off. No
2: you're not. I'm stop. I stopped.
0: Conrad's mic has been turned off now.
2: All right, so uh, going oh, lace in-
0: leaf. That's the kind of flower.
1: Alright, we get back yes. to sports. Going- no, 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 no. That's
0: not how the show works. Going into Villanova basketball. Nova is up to number 13 this week. No, Shannon. The people do not want more pop culture. They don't need any more pop culture. Oh, don't pop. wait.
3: Don't wait. At the end, we're going
0: to oh, have...
2: Oh, Rose yep. Mallow. That's another kind of fire. <laughs> Rose Mallow.
0: Like. Well, actually, there will be more pop culture at the end. Yes, that's in our brand new exactly. So I'm teasing it. I'm learning how
2: to tease. I'm learning
3: from
0: the best bet. You. Yeah, you, that's right. You better kiss up to me. Um, so, Nova up to 13 this week, even though they lost on Saturday. So, there's a statement from the committee. Marquette didn't move up. Marquette did not move up, but we did. So this week, Nova beat Creighton 66-59 in overtime at the Pavilion, and also a 66-65 loss at Marquette. What's our takeaway from the
1: week? Uh, I thought that this was, considering how they played on Wednesday, um, I thought this was, like, the way they, they really showed some resilience on, on Saturday. Um, they did. It, they... <laughs> I was getting so frustrated at Sam. He was like, up until the second half, and then mm-hmm. he actually started making – you know, he just wouldn't shoot. And then he finally – he really played well in the second half. He did. Um, I mean, this mm-hmm. is just what the, they're going to be this year. I mean, I can't – I think they're a good team. I think they can make a run. But, like, I've been saying again and again, like, there's going to be games like this where the offense stalls. Mm-hmm. You know, they just – until they get, like, Cremo going, or... I'm
3: not sure if that's ever going to happen yeah, at this point. Yeah, I think you got to give up on that at this point.
1: I mean, it, it, we, were, we were looking back at it, some of his games. He was, like, last year at Albany, he, there was a stretch he was averaging, he was, like, so like 20, 23, mm-hmm. 30 yes, twenty five. He was the go to guy for Albany, and yeah. And, and yeah, I, I just uh, a like, lot I of things have like, changed from he, his days in Albany. Yes, like could he take, like could he take more shots? Like I, I'm just trying to figure out, like he could really make this team a championship team if he if he played the way he did at Albany.
3: I don't think we're a Joe Cremo away from winning a championship. I
1: think we could be there. <sighs> that's the thing. Like that's, but, you know yeah. There's other problems
3: going on, but. Um, to go into what I thought of this week, I thought um, I'm kind of trying to forget about that Creighton game going to OT. I did not think that was.
0: I'm happier with the loss to Marquette than yeah. the win over Creighton. Yeah, I, that, I, that, that Creighton, Creighton game, game was a disaster. Was pa, pa, but I, we're just going
3: to keep going. Sorry. We're just going to go with short term memory. The Marquette game, fantastic loss if you yeah. can have a good loss.
0: They battled back at Pfizer. And I, It
3: It showed something that I haven't. At least I personally haven't seen in the team that they were willing to. They just kept going at it. They they locked down defensively, Well, Marcus Howard was still able to go off. That's kind of what he does. But the Hauser brothers had a total of four points, shooting twenty percent from the field, zero threes from either of them, and it took a performance from, I believe his name is, Sakar, Anim, Anim. Anim. Yeah, he shot 18 points, I believe, yeah, on he, eight of he, penit- just, he just was not missing.
0: No, well, it was Howard had 38, Anim had 18, and then I believe the top scorer on Marquette was either 6 or 4 after that.
2: It was, it was, uh it was and a guy on the bench named Bailey. Each had four, 4, and then their point guard had 2. Yeah.
0: So it it was, it was a two-man, two-man show for Marquette. yeah, yeah. And it was mostly Howard. Yes. Which, by the way, Marcus Howard is your biggest player of the year. Yeah. Uh, it's, cool. It has to be Howard. Oh, just absolutely. has to
2: be. Here's my thing with Nova. And I said it last week and it's, it's it's I don't think anything has changed. I think just if anything reinforced from this Marquette game, they can play they can play defense like, like anyone else in the country. They can title Texas Tech whether well, they rank number one right mm-hmm. now. But Phil Nova can, can can guard anyone. They can guard Duke. They can they can they can really guard anyone. They held Marquette to sixty six points and during one guy who shot I think fifty what did Marcus Howard shoot? Shot over fifty percent from the field and at thirty eight. hundred percent from the field. The, guys, line, the but, guy's not missing. Yeah. Right? Um can defend with everyone. Villanova shoots 31% from three point and sixty-seven percent from the free throw line.
0: And only loses by one
2: on one. And the road. only loses by a point. Yeah. Right? So that kind of tell, tells you how good their defense is and tells you if their offense shows up, they they're capable of beating anyone in the country. Marquette's ranked ranked 10th in the country mm-hmm. right now. And Villanova lost them by a point, shooting forty percent at the their field. place. At yep. their place.
3: Which is an insane place to play.
2: Mm-hmm. And it was very balanced scoring. It was it was Phil Booth with 19, Eric Pascal 17. Jermaine Samuels had nine, Sadiq Bay had ten, Gillespie had five, Rouchery and Cramo each had a bucket off the bench. It's it's, very, it's a very well-rounded scoring. Display, yeah, it was a solid which, scoring, which is what I like to game. see. I don't, Me if, too. If I'm Marquette, you know, I you love Marcus Howard, but it's it's tough to rely on one guy for the entire season. Mm-hmm. We saw yeah. Trey Young last year; they got bounced early.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
2: but yeah, it was uh, it's it's it, that's what Villanova is. They're going to defend really well, and if their offense is on, they, they're going to win games. And if it's not on, like we saw. Like we saw in the last game against
1: Marquette, then it's going to be a close game and they might lose. They might win sometimes too. You know who <laughs> I think really made a difference in that game? Who's m- huge is Theo John. Mm. That guy is massive. Like, But really, when he got out of the game, like yeah, he's even like, fouls. He starts scoring. Yeah, it.
0: It, it was the most typical Theo John game of all time. Yeah. There's two points and five fouls. He but is, he's a rim for almost four fouls a game. Yeah. Yeah. He's there he uses those it. fouls. He's huge. Though. Yes, he is. He, and he, yes, we
1: know. He's mm-hmm. a giant part of how that team plays. I mean, if he can stay out of foul trouble, like, their defense is really good. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Theo like, John
0: is a great defensive player down low. But you also do not have to guard him. Yeah, no, he can't yeah, shoot. he is the worst shooter
3: I've ever seen. That, those free throws yeah, are but rough. That,
1: but, you know, he's a defensive guy. Like, yeah. No, yeah. he's their defensive specialist.
3: No, yeah, he's very important. He's I, got the, I the just lockdown like to point out,
2: He can't shoot, like, at all. Because like, he's going going lockdown. He's got the lockdown trick. Yeah, he might have Hall of Fame, <laughs> That guy is pretty good. <laughs> All fame bruiser. He's a Bruiser. yeah, he's a yeah. bruiser down low. Yeah. No, that's perfect. My
0: and what I do want to highlight from those games though with Sneak Bay. I know he's been talked about all season, but seventeen against Creighton. He was huge there. And then Villanova had a chance to win on Saturday because of Bay coming up with that huge steal as Marcus yeah. Howard is dribbling out the clock, getting ready to go with his crossover or a step back, yeah. and Bay pokes it away from Marcus Howard to force a turnover. Oh,
2: it's been unbelievable that to see his progression. does not happen. Throughout the That's year. a freshman doing that. Oh, yeah. it's unbelievable. He had three steals. In that game. I mean, everyone keeps talking about it, This guy wasn't supposed to play this no. year at all. And we've seen him, you know, starting off the year, obviously, slow start. He's a freshman. He's got big shoes to fill. But, oh, wow, is mm-hmm. he, he has shown up in these last two games, especially. And yeah, at the final, final defensive play at the end. He's not, he's not in the starting line to score. No. If they got that covered, they, if he gets him 10 a night, that's... That's, a, that's fantastic that is, if he can pitch double digits. He's, he's, he's capable of a lot more, but mm-hmm. in terms of what they need out of him, they needed a, a a rebounder, a defensive player, a good teammate. Some size, and that's what he gives. He He can guard any position. His anticipation
0: yes. on defense is the biggest thing. He jumps so many passing lanes. Just I could not be more impressed with Sadiq Bay. and I know I've said it all year, Wait, but minutes. He, he deserves played, it. He
2: played yeah. the, the tie for the most minutes on the team with Eric Pascal. Uh, yeah. I played eight, more minutes than Booth. Jay's going to put guys in
1: that um, that prove to him that, that they're to to him supposed to be there, mm-hmm. and and he's not going to put. And this is why I think you like, oh, you got to put jelly and you have a ge-. like until he proves they can play Jay's defense. Not put him in. No, he that that that's, that's I'm Yeah, I'm not sure it Jay's ever. I mean, Jelly's never going to be able
4: to
3: play defense. But, but Bay, <laughs> do you remember making that argument like a month ago? But at this point, you kind of just got. I think if still making that claim, yeah.
1: But Bay, Bay. The thing is, he has. Progress with playing time has progressed nicely throughout. Now he's now he's starting to get his offensive game going. Now Mm -hmm. he's getting more confident. Um, I think the same thing with a little bit with Samuels, although recently until the second half of the game he wasn't shooting. But I think that it's it is nice because I think that when you when Booth and Pascal leave this coming year. We, you know, we, you, this is really, you know, an interesting spot where, in terms of leadership because mm-hmm. I mean, Gillespie's gonna have to shoot, step up big, Samuel's gonna have to step up big, Roundtree, and, and I think you're gonna have to rely on a lot of these current freshman guys. And I think Bay is proving that he's he's got good size, yep, you've got you know, great on defensive end. And I think that's what Jay wants. And I think going forward, that would be a good big building block for the next three, you know, two, three years at least.
0: No, I, I completely agree. So just, just moving forward with the show. So looking, we've got Providence at the Pavilion on 213. It'll be a tough game. Providence always plays Villanova hard, coming into the Fenneran Pavilion. You expect them to win. And at St. John's at Madison Square Garden, which Villanova notoriously plays very well at. St. John's did just... Get blown out by PC at at the Garden last weekend. They have been. Georgetown did it as well. So St. John's up and down. We also just saw them beat Marquette this week. So it, yeah. it'll be re- two very interesting games this week. The two. This is not your DePaul game. I'll put it no, that. Way. If Villanova shows so, ready to
2: play. They'll win. I think Marquette yeah. Mar- was looking forward to the Villanova yes. game when they were playing. No, no.
0: At St. John's, one hundred percent. So two very interesting games to look at. So moving along, we're gonna get into football now. Big news that came out today. This was not going to be on the sheet until about 1230 today. Kyler Murray came down, made his decision. He is going to the NFL. He'll be participating in the combine and in entering the draft. I guess just quite simply, did he make the right decision? Or do you think he should have gone off to uh, spring training with the A's?
2: That's, it's tough. Uh, So my, my opinion on a guy that's in a very unique spot like Kyler Murray from an economic standpoint, if we're looking, oh, if I you just it. want to look solely numbers, he mm-hmm. had 1.5 million that was already paid to him mm-hmm. in the signing bonus, and he had I think another four on on its way yep. come uh, come some certain deadline that he basically basically about a
0: month I think yeah, yeah. De-
2: declare that he was going to play baseball. So that's guaranteed money, right? Mm-hmm. So he has that locked away. It's proven that uh, MLB players have longer careers. Yep. They're less prone to injury for mm-hmm. uh, for a variety of reasons that are, are very obvious. But in terms of what the kid wants to do and what he really is his passion. He wants to be a quarterback. He wants to be a quarterback yeah. in the NFL. He was one of the Heisman this year. There's a strong argument that he could be a pretty good quarterback in, in this league, in the NFL. Um, so in terms of his decision from an economic standpoint, it's it's tough to argue against the MLB. But in terms of what is going to make him most happy, which is what I think I, I'm i very pro, very pro player in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um Go in the NFL. That's really what he enjoys. He'll he'll be a he'll be one of the top picks. He's currently ranked the second overall quarterback in the yep. draft. Um, he'll be a, he'll be a, obviously he'll be all right in either situation. But from a money standpoint, MLB did make more sense. But you know,
3: yeah, and kind of going off of the money aspect, I think almost. Well, yes, the MLB you get paid more because you you play longer. You get paid. There's really no that there's not that max salary stuff, but. There's also, you're not getting to the league for, like, probably around two years because you played a little bit in college. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go the NFL route, you're playing the NFL you're a franchise next week. You're starting, mm-hmm. most likely, where wherever you get drafted. You're most likely starting. Yep. And I think almost the money will even out if he does turn out to be a, he turns out to be an average quarterback. Average quarterbacks in the NFL get paid.
0: He's Chase not, Daniel. Fifteen million dollars Bro, has accumulated. Got yeah. Seventy-two
2: million dollars. Yeah.
1: yeah, Kirk Cousins is at thirty million. Like all you gotta be it's is
0: average,
3: good. and you're the getting Alex paid Smith, as a quarterback.
2: Alex Smith, and you're yes. getting paid in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. That's not
3: so. A question. The, so I, well, yes, I think long term he makes more money in the in Major League Baseball, but I think as where he'll he'll most likely be in the NFL, I think he's gonna be just fine money wise and. Like you were saying, I'm all for whatever he wants to play. That's what he should be playing. How
2: good do you think he's going to be in the NFL? So he was the, was the ninth overall pick in the MLB draft, in the Major League Baseball draft. Shortstop, right? Outfielder. Outfielder. Okay, so anyway. But ninth overall pick in the in the Major League Baseball draft. My uh, right? okay, so, anyway, um, uh, league, league player for a few years, but a guy's picked top ten. You expect him to be an all right MLB player. Yeah. How good is he going to be in the NFL?
0: So it's going to be interesting. So just looking at his decision, in his last year, at Oklahoma for baseball, he hit 296, which is very respectable. Though college baseball the averages are usually very inflated, about a .400 on base. Didn't show much power, had 10 home runs. You then compare that to his football numbers from this year. Over 4,300 yards, almost, or excuse me, over 50 touchdowns, 54 total touchdowns, seven interceptions. For, for Murray, I get it. Because you also think if you go into baseball, you've got to go through those minor league years. He's not starting in major league baseball. He's getting out of the spotlight. And you were just a yeah. quarterback at a major college football institution. I don't
2: think he's ever getting out of the spotlight. It's different, though, when you
0: have to ride the bus from you're going from the middle of nowhere in Texas to the, the, the big, middle of nowhere yeah, yeah. in Mississippi for a minor league game. You're going from being
3: the number one guy at a big school that's top 25 um, College playoff, ESPN's covering you. Heisman Trophy time. winner. Heiser, Heisman Trophy winner. The cameras are there. Well, yes, I guess you could You could make the argument that there would be cameras following him because been. he is Kyler Murray. Like, this is a really big oh, thing. Oh, no, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But it's, it's not, not it's it's same. so much different. It's not the and same. even
3: if he were to make it to Major League Baseball, he would be still, no offense, he'd still be playing on the A's. I I think that also factors into it a little bit about where he's playing. Mm -hmm. If you're playing for the A's, even if you're a really good player, I don't think you're getting the attention if you're in anybody in the NFL
1: quarterback-wise. You want to know what I think that would be the most interesting thing would be if he plays both, I I think think that would be...
3: He came out today saying he's dedicated to be the no, I would love but, to but see it. I'd love but to I don't see think it. To play both. I think that quarterback's be... the position you can't do that though.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. That, like we've seen, you know, Bo and Bo Jackson and Deion and Sanders yeah. do that. But like as a quarterback, like, yeah, you dedicate know, yourself. Like, do, you, do you really think that he's ready for the scrutiny of that position? Listen, he did it at Oklahoma, so I'd say
0: scrutiny-wise, yeah, it's all about. Translating it to the NFL, where guys are smarter, faster, stronger. I, I don't think bigger.
1: That, I yeah. he he's what five. And they play defense on that kind big 12 I'm ten. a little worried it, about that. He's if uh, he was what, six five, foot,
0: nine? five ten.
1: Not even five people ten, say that ten. he's not even five ten. Same
0: yeah. people say he's short. He's so he's shorter than Baker and Drew Brees and Russell Wilson. So, so and those are usually I, thought of as, as short really quarterbacks. I am really worried
1: about the
0: that's the only thing I worry
3: about.
1: He's I don't know how how smart of a quarterback is he. Is he going to be like Lamar Jackson where? you can kinda of see his project he, he's starting project to project along the lines of like a Kaepernick or r G three where they have a great year and then, you know, teams have film on him and he can't make decisions because he uses his legs too much. Like I'm I I really I'm curious to see like what how like smart of a quarterback he is, because that's really the difference between him being like a Kaepernick oh, or, absolutely. or being like Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, no, no, listen, it's all about making the quick reads and the right reads in the NFL, and which is much, much different than what you'll get in the Big Twelve. So just one question then and then we'll move on to the AAF, which is really interesting. Um where do you see him going in the draft?
2: Kyler Murray. Yep. So I have it pulled up right now. Kyler Murray is projected thirteenth to the Dolphins. 13th, interesting. I okay. think he, I, he's, Kyler is absolutely a first round talent. Otherwise, he would yeah. not be going to play football. No, no. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. If, no, if, absolutely. If, really, if he's going to be like a third round pick, he's playing baseball. Mm-hmm. He's a first round talent. He'll be a first round pick. He needs to go to the right system in order to be really a, I, in a, an effective quarterback in this league, given his size and given his unique abilities and his unique unique traits. He's not Joe Flacco. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Big Ben. Yeah. He's not these big guys that are immobile, that are 6'5", that are just going to stand back there and throw the ball. Seventy yards down the field. He's got a little Russell Wilson into in him. He's got an arm. Got, yes, he, he does. He's absolutely got an arm. Um, and you, we, we've seen it that in the right scheme, a lot of quarterbacks can flourish. Lamar Jackson was took over for the Ravens halfway through the year, and the guy, the guy can't wasn't throwing much at all. They ran the ball at sixty percent of the time, and they they were in the playoffs. They won playoff games. <laughs> So, Cal Murray can absolutely it's be a, a yeah. really good player in this league, but he's not. He's, he's definitely going to need the right system around him mm-hmm. in order to be the player that he has the potential to be.
1: Do you see him going to the. This is an interesting one. Do you, what about the Jaguars?
2: Oh, you, you beat me to it. That's exactly what I was going to say. I
0: think that he ends up. First off, I think Murray's going to. You, you said he's projected to go 13.
1: Uh, CBS hasn't projected going 13. Right?
0: I bet you he goes top 10. I think a team if will trade in, trade up. What about up.
1: the Bengals, too? That's another one So, that could be interesting.
0: The teams I'm looking at, I think Jacksonville at seven is the big one. And I think that one makes a whole lot of sense because I can absolutely see Jacksonville trying to make a splash at quarterback. Otherwise, I think you also look at Denver at 10. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That's not even factoring in trading up for teams, but I really think Jacksonville is the team that's going to hone in on on Murray. What about the Giants? I think the Giants are going to go in the more traditional way. And if Dwayne Haskins is on the board at six, he is a New York Giant.
2: So what do the Jets pick at three?
0: The Jets pick at three.
2: What if the Jets don't need a quarterback? No. no. Okay.
1: Huh? Yeah, all these teams except, like, the Giants. There's only really two teams in the top ten that really need a quarterback. Uh, I, other than Denver is... Yeah,
0: it's the Giants and the Jags. Yeah. So yeah. it's six and seven. So that, that'll that be very interesting to watch. And then just some quick thoughts on the Alliance of American Football League that kicked off on Saturday. First, some fun facts before we get into what you guys thought. There are some interesting, at least, head coaches in the league. So we got Rick Neuheisel, former UCLA coach. We got Steve Spurrier, the old ball coach. Very famous for his college football uh, exploits. Mike Martz, former offensive coordinator. Mike Singletary, absolute failure of a head coach with the San Francisco 49ers, but was a great linebacker for the Bears. <laughs> um, some players, Trent Richardson, who could ever forget that. The favor uh, Yeah, the, where the Colts absolutely ripped off the uh, the Browns.
2: Oh, my, they traded away everything for that
0: guy. Yep. Uh, yeah, That excuse me, the Browns ripped off the Colts. That was it. It was the other way around uh, and got a first-round pick. For an absolute disaster of a running back. Denard Robinson, former Michigan quarterback. Love Denard. Aaron Murray, former Georgia quarterback. And New York Jets Hall of Famer Christian Hackenberg. So,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do we think of it on Saturday night? Just they, quick, because we, we
2: do have to move yeah, things along. I mean, quick, I kind of thought it was kind of interesting. It's interesting. They actually, yeah, it in, interesting. Terms of, in terms of viewers, they got more viewers than the, what, the Houston players. Okay Houston, OKC. O-K-C. O-K-C. Yeah, mm-hmm. Houston O-K-C they got more viewers than than, than, a, than a primetime NBA game. So I'm not... I'm, two really good teams. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, of course, it's, it's because it's a new and fun, and exciting thing to, to pay attention to. Um but it's 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 interesting. It's definitely going to garner viewership. People love football. People are, gonna be, are willing to watch football year round. And they got there's some big name players in there. I Absolutely, think it, it has a shot to be successful. But I think it's going to be. Yeah, we'll see. Um, they're going to get a lot of scrutiny, for, especially for that hit that quick. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. so, wow. I was going to say that's a plus
1: I, I, for them. I I yeah, I think that's a plus for them. There's, there, I think the product wasn't bad. I thought that um, there was no controversy on flags or penalties. It was played like you what people thought it should be played like there was no like that's what it was like that's what's kind of tough about the NFL. Like there's always gonna be like, oh that could be a PI, that mm-hmm. could have been rough in the past, and all that kind of stuff. There's none of that. And it's actually it, it's a really refreshing to see mm-hmm. from like my perspective. No. I I completely agree. Connor, do you have anything to add before we go to break?
3: Not really. I mean it's just I think the viewership thing was mostly it's oh, new. let's see what this is. Yeah, yeah. that's I why think, I tuned it. I think you really gotta wait uh, a couple of weeks. See once that starts dying down and people are actually like, oh, is this good football? Is it not? Um,
2: At the end of the day, if it's not quality, if, if it's not people quality,
3: are gonna gonna people aren't gonna if watch. The product isn't. Watch. Yeah, if the product isn't, what and it that's needs to be. that's a big risk, especially with some of the quarterbacks you named. Like these are the guys who are rejected by the NFL and the backups in the NFL watching game of theirs yeah. is sometimes yeah. rough. So you gotta you. That's where I worry is. Are there enough good quarterbacks in the world no, that having have, that. having a second second league? Are yeah. is there enough guys that can make place make you want to watch?
2: Alternative to the Canadian Football League in a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like the G League of sorts of the. Yeah, of the yeah. NFL. I, I think that's. I, it'll fair. be
3: interesting if you if the, if it starts to become something like that. Like if there's somehow a, you go around college, you leave college earlier to go to that. I think that's very interesting. Yeah, I there's think and if college football yeah. league does that, I think that's a big place for some growth, um but I don't know, I think it'll be interesting to see this about a month down the line, see see if it, see what's going on.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Alright, so that'll wrap up football. Gonna keep it moving along because uh, we got two guests coming on, I want to make sure we get through everything. So yeah. we're gonna send it to a quick break, then we're getting into NBA. We've got our first caller coming in. Jordy, you're up, you're on deck here. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna send it to break, and we'll be right back here on Round Tripper on 89.1. Back here on WXVU, and we're gonna get into NBA. We're gonna go through very quickly because we have a very special segments that we want to get to. At the end. Uh, so, Jordy is going to call in here and uh get things going. So, we're going to be talking some trade deadline here on Round Tripper. So, starting off, the deadline was on Thursday. Thursday at 3 p.m. And we're going to start with the Lakers. So, the Lakers did not get Anthony Davis.
3: Yeah. So, the Lakers didn't get Anthony Davis. Uh, so, let's just go in. Do you think that that means the Lakers are in trouble for this year? Are they going to make the playoffs? What do you guys think about oh, that? Uh,
0: Jordy, are we good?
1: Uh,
4: I, I believe so.
0: Oh, I, uh-huh, I hear
4: him.
1: No, uh, is he on? He's on. Yeah, he's on. Um, I think that the, the Lakers, mm, I don't think that this year was ever a, a championship year. I think that this year they were just trying to hope that they could get Davis. I'm starting to worry about their chances of getting any free agent next year, too. Um, I think there's something that is a legitimate concern. Because if they don't get Anthony Davis in the trade deadline, who are they going to get? And it'll be, you know, by then it'll be end of year two for LeBron's mm-hmm. contract. Got two more years left. Who knows?
0: I think they're still in play for Kawhi. What do you think, Jordy?
4: Um, for Kawhi, I mean, it, it, it's certainly a possibility. I think that for the Lakers, future, future aspirations, it's pretty hard. And I think Kawhi is probably one of the hardest, hardest players to read in terms of where they want to go in free agency. it's a pretty quiet guy. It's pretty hard to hear what he's thinking. Um, but as far as a compelling package, I still think L.A. provides a compelling destination for any free agent. Just the biggest deterrent for me is just the simple fact that LeBron has never been able to draw any major free agents to his team in the past. And just the nature of how they're playing right now makes it even harder for him to do so.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. So I, I think the biggest thing with this whole Anthony Davis issue here is just that it all was done through the media, and you see that there very clearly is now a divide in that Lakers team. Yes. Also, uh, I don't know how
3: much you pay attention uh, yesterday, but Magic— They got absolutely destroyed? Not, not the oh, game, okay. but uh, Magic's comments when he was being interviewed by ESPN. Uh, that um, they're all big boys and they're not babies? Yes, yeah. and also that he said the Pelicans— um,
0: negotiated in bad, bad faith. faith. Yeah, which is really harsh words for a G or a president to come out and say. Yes, especially to a team where they're trying to get their star player from try
3: yeah. during the summer to trade for their star player. Um, I don't I don't know if they're ever going to get AD, but on the point of are they still going to get somebody in free agency? I think they will get somebody in free agency. I don't think that name is Kawhi. I think it'd be more along the lines of Kevin Walker or Kyrie Irving because I just don't think Kawhi really if he goes to LA I see him I see a much greater chance of him going to the Clippers because I don't think he wants to play with LeBron. I also don't know how well um, they would kind of match up together on the same team. But I do think they'll find somebody and for this year they're definitely in trouble. I don't I don't know if they're gonna make the playoffs, but as Moy was saying, this is kind of a let's figure out what to do for the future. But if they don't get AD, if they just get Kevin Walker or Kyrie Irving, I don't see him as a championship team unless something happens up in Golden State, San Francisco, with KD leaving. Because KD's not going to the Lakers if he leaves. He's no, he's going, going going he's going to the Knicks. We so
0: know right? he's, going to, right, he's well, going to the Knicks. He's not going to the Knicks. He's going to the Knicks. <laughs> to
3: the Knicks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
0: All right. No, I just, I want, just want to keep moving on because we just have that yeah. the, the segments we want to get to. So, Sixers. Tobias Harris, what do we think?
2: They have no bench.
0: They have absolutely no That's bench. That's
2: my only problem yes. with the Sixers. I think that they have, obviously, they have an amazing, phenomenal starting lineup, but they gave up their entire bench to do it. We've seen it work with the Warriors, but the Warriors also are putting out five All-Stars, putting five All-NBA players on. But, the, court. But the, more, the Sixers
3: I mean, aren't doing that. They're yeah. putting All-Stars out there. The Warriors have a good bench, yeah, too. They do. The yeah, they still <laughs> have some pieces there. It's not the not. bench that they used to have, is not. I think what uh, Matt and I are kind of going off of. Not
1: Hold on. This is the thing with the Sixers. They still have Brett Brown as a coach. Mm-hmm. I do not think he's a good coach, and I think that's the issue. He's all right. I, I mean, he... Is he great? No. No. He's not Brad Stevens, if you want to He'd go there. Switch, but if you switched out Brad, pop Brad up Stevens, Popovich... Brad Stevens has a problem in Boston, though. If you, That's <laughs> not on Brad Stevens. I can get to that. No, <laughs> no, we are no, not going to that. If leadership's a problem, who do you look, look at the to a team, the team? If, if yeah. this was any other sport, I'd say i think you could put some blame on him. He's not blameless. I think that uh, the thing with he's not blameless, but I do think that if it was if this was hockey, NFL, if this was even major in baseball, I'm telling you, get the coach out of there. But I think that it's a player driven league, and I think that Stevens can be a good coach. I just think it's just
4: back on too the talk. Sixers. All right, all uh, right, uh, Jordy, what, what do, do we think? think? <laughs> You know, I, I, I definitely was a big fan of the Sixers the Sixers um, trade deadline moves this year. I think that adding Tobias Harris was a, was a big move. Yeah, you're a big Tobias the, guy, right? Team. Uh, I, I think he's a good shooter, and I think he fits in well in the in the starting lineup for the Sixers. And I do think that the Sixers now have one of the top starting lineups in the league. Absolutely. Um, I do agree that their depth isn't necessarily there. However, I think that that shouldn't be their biggest concern come playoff time uh, for the postseason. I think that. Brett Brown, and you can see it, especially in the Lakers game last night, they weren't really having an issue scoring with their lack of depth. I think it's possible to manage um, with five incredibly talented players in your starting lineup, it's possible to manage your your players and playing time well enough where you have at least some of them out on the floor for most of the game. Um, My biggest concern with the Sixers is again, under Brett Brown, it seems like they don't play the most intense defense, nor do they have the most defensive effort. And Still, despite making these roster moves, I don't see any of that changing. I Mm -hmm. see a lot of the Sixers' focus this year has been on maintaining uh, and fixing a lot of chemistry issues and also making sure there's some intelligent floor spacing going on. And I still see them this year in the postseason hitting a wall in some of the later rounds as they play against some of these a lot more effort-based teams, such as the Celtics.
0: Yeah, and and so that's exactly where we're going to get into then. So with the other teams in the East as well. So the Bucks added Muir to I know O'Connor I was a big fan of. Toronto I added like Gasol. It. Well, yeah, because the Bulls traded him. No, I didn't like him as a Bull. Well, it's because he punched Bobby Portis. No, I just think he's he's
3: an overrated <laughs> three-point shooting European. But go on. Whoa, do we that's
0: have to throw really the European the part box. in there? My God. We love our Europeans. Also, his beard was absolutely disgusting. All right, if we want to comment on the beard, I He's also very... We're just gonna move on from that. Anyway, we're, we're, I have a yeah. lot of feelings. About All right, so the Bucks to added Mirtich, Toronto added Gasol. Nice pieces to add for playoff. I one? mean,
2: they're nice pieces. Toronto, I mean, Toronto adding Gasol is a nice guy, but he's he's not the player he used to be. Toronto's been treading in the opposite direction for a while mm-hmm. now. They've got they've got they've got bigger problems I think to deal with. And I don't think Mark Gasol is necessarily the answer. While well, he is a good piece, um, the Bucks are. I think a great player Miritich,
1: to add are Ross I like that.
2: With the I like that move a lot. Yeah. Exactly
1: what they needed. Yeah, it's a shooter. Yeah, yes. exactly. they added a shooter. Put
3: around Giannis. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't like Nikola. I think he's a great fit with the Bucs. Yeah. I think you add shooting around Giannis, and you're that's that's a great fit. And kind of going back to the Sixers thing, um, you have on this side the favorites in the East. No, I still put them behind the Bucks in Toronto. I don't know what you guys think, but while they did make that starting lineup better. Even with Tobias Harris being being a good shooter, I don't think that makes up for Ben Simmons literally. LeBron yesterday when guarding him, Did yeah, he was bringing up the court it. and he was literally under the basket. Mm-hmm. 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 You can't have a point guard that, that can't shoot. And not only can't shoot, won't shoot, so there's nothing to be scared of.
0: No, th- that's fair. So let, we'll just go with the, the East rankings then. Give give me your top two teams in the East, um, everyone on here. No no real backup behind it because we do have to keep moving. So I'm going to say I still have the Bucks at one, and then I'll put the Sixers at two. I'll, I'll hop Toronto with them.
2: Uh, I would put the Milwaukee Bucks at number one and the Boston Celtics at number two. Oh, I love it, kid.
0: Yeah. They're, yeah. they're
1: the same. I think that um, <laughs> call out Bucks, Jordy. Bucks at one if they, if they could really just get together, the Celtics are there. I mean I knew
0: you were gonna say it.
2: <laughs>
1: <that's true. laughs> yeah. uh, way to It'll be a fun there. matchup to watch tomorrow
0: night, which Matt Wood and Ben Moy will be at that game sixers. Kyrie's and not playing.
1: He's day to day. So you got Gordon Hayward, him. you're fine. They've only <laughs> they really lost, they really lost three games. we are going to go out
0: and run without Kyrie. Ex- exactly. They right.
1: well, probably up. will, though. That's the thing. That's, that's exactly. Their, their and then Kyrie's
0: going to come back, and it's all going to be broken again. And then he'll go to the Knicks. All right, and Jordan, what are your top two teams in the East?
4: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with Pat. I definitely think the Bucks are the under boy, number Jordy. one, um, especially with adding Miratesh, who's actually an underrated defensive shooter, in my opinion. I think he fits in well with their identity. And I also think the Sixers should be number two. They've just proven, more than any other team, to have the consistent shooting firepower, and it's only going to go up from here.
0: And and that's how you get asked to come back on the show is when you agree with the host. So wonderful job good there, stuff, Jordy. And stuff, then, bro. so one last one we want to touch on, want to actually one of Jordy's favorite teams this
2: year, Sacramento Kings, which actually have been oh, a lot of fun to watch. Phenomenal. <laughs> 70%, favorites, uh, 70% win percentage against the spread. Oh, phenomenal <laughs> So team. now you know why they're one of Jordy's favorite teams this year. Vegas so, hates them. <laughs> Vegas hates them.
0: So they added Harrison Barnes. Can they make the playoffs now? Just quick, yes or no? Because I, I we gotta go between, to break.
2: It's between so it's between them and the Lakers for the last spot. I'll I, take the Kings. I, yep. yep, Kings. Yes,
0: I, yes. I would take yes. the Lakers. Oh, Matt's gonna take the Lakers. We all say yes. Jordan, are the Kings gonna make the playoffs?
4: You know, I, based on how the season's been going so far, I think you have to take the Kings. Looking at the it. Western Conference standings right now. I don't see the Clippers. It, based on their moves, it seems like they're they're out. They're currently at in eighth, and it seems like they're almost in tank mode. Yeah, I don't have much faith in, in the Clippers. playoff team, but. I just think that the Lakers' priority has not been winning games at all lately, and the Clippers had—I'm sorry—the Kings has. So
0: mm-hmm.
4: No, my it, money would be on them.
0: It'll be really interesting. So Buddy Hield will get in the playoffs, and we'll see if he actually shows up in the playoffs for once, unlike he did in March Madness against Villanova. Anyone? Anyone? And we're going to. That break. was painful. Wow. Guys, <laughs> can I get any support on that? Well, Jordan, thank you for calling in. Our first caller ever. I know it was hey. quick, so I, I apologize Thanks there, but we'll definitely have you back on. So there was Jordy calling in for some NBA analysis. We're going to send it to a quick break and then, oh boy, it's miscellaneous time.
2: Oh, baby. Oh
0: my god. We have so much going on. We got Bird What's the Word. We've got Jules coming on. Yeah, Jules is calling in for our very special new segment. It's going to be great. This is Round Chipper on 89.1. Again, thank you to Jordy. I'll see you in like a half hour and we'll be back after the break. Hey, sometimes you got to Google it. Alright, back here. Google everything. On WXVU. Excuse me, we have an academic integrity policy here, so please don't say Google everything. Just don't cheat oh, right. you can google to find assistance that's that's just fair. don't do it during the middle of a test <laughs> thank you thank you for that that's, that's your it. academic integrity moment of the week but yeah so hopping into miscellaneous pitchers and catchers report this week i'm pretty excited i'm excited last yep. week was truck day which i know me and Moy were really excited about excited. all right <laughs> so
3: just to explain this is when pitchers and catchers <laughs> go to spring training yeah just for those who don't know what pitchers and catchers reporting mean. I mean pitchers are the obvious. ones that throw to the batters what are the and the catchers, catchers do? are behind and they catch the ball. That's pretty cool. All right, um, nice. Any more explanation needed? No, nope. Please nope, see we that.
0: We're flying we're flying through miscellaneous. Uh, the Islanders have a five-point lead in the Metro, so keep on chucking. Good job, Islanders. NHL deadline is on, trade deadline is on February 25th, so we're getting closer there. Uh, big thing for Moy. Phil winning at Pebble Beach at the, the, the pro am He's going for 50. He's going for 50. He's got, he's got
1: 44 wins right now, career. He's got six more to go. This could could mean good things for uh, for the U.S. Open because it is it's at, at Pebble. Pebble. I was just gonna say that it's at Pebble. But, I mean, it's gonna be a totally different course. Uh, yeah, Phil, Phil definitely like,
0: used up his one win at Pebble, so no, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely, is, that's, that's what exactly what happened there. But awesome to watch. Champions League is back tomorrow, highlighted by Manchester United against Paris Saint Germain. Which, when this matchup was first drawn in December, it was like, oh no, because Jose Mourinho's there, so United just gonna park the bus. Now both teams are going to attack each other, which is going to be awesome. It's going to be really fun to watch. Highly recommend that. As Conrad was talking to me over the break, Liverpool Bayern is next week. Which so don't don't text me during that game on Tuesday because I will not respond because I'm going to be having a heart attack. Okay, Bird, what's the word? You're up, kid. Bird, what's the
2: word? And Jules, you're
0: calling in fast version. Okay,
2: okay, fine, fine, fine. okay. So, week, so for Bird. So so a quick yeah fast version. Quick recap of last week: major highlight was his mass transfer test. On Friday, I think it was. Matt how did it, it, was it go? How did it go? I'm pretty sure. Anyway, it was. It's, it's been. Um, it's Bird. It went well. Yeah, it's, it's been booked as the hardest test of a chemical engineer's junior junior year, and Birdman got a 96 on the test. Class, so. go, Bird. Great job, great job, Birdman. All right, quick look ahead. Today he uh, he went to an info session on patent law which is like a um, for like an internship opportunity, potentially. He met with the guy afterwards, exchanged information. He was looking for more, I think, mechanical and electrical engineers. Bird is a chemical engineer, but he still has a good point of contact. So he was very happy about that. He came home with some Panera catering, which was... That's always big. Yeah, he had a chicken salad tonight sandwich, which he's never had chicken salad before, and he wasn't sure if he was going to like it, but he liked it. So he's <laughs> a chicken salad guy now. Uh, Tuesday, he's got 8.30 lab in the morning. So, Lord knows if he's going to get up in time. Lord (laughs) knows. Uh, Wednesday, an average hump day. Um...
0: Just an average one.
2: Big, uh, big uh, birthday party, birthday surprise. Not birthday surprise, but it's Pat's birthday on Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, oh, Thursday, Thursday, M- Wednesday at midnight. Thursday. Wednesday. Oh, we'll again. That, that. That's what he's getting at. So he said, "Have not... a brew or two with Patterson." Is Well, well, I'll,
0: uh, well, I will. He's not twenty one yet, so he said, can't he, have that. Well,
2: he will because he's coming up
0: this. Wednesday. Yeah, there it
2: is. Um, so Thursday he is not of class, which is grind all day, work on a report, <laughs> grind, all, grind day. all day, work on a report, due Monday. And then, obviously, yes, that's when Pat is born. He uh, he he did at that. So oh, that's good. I was born on nah, that. Yeah. Yeah. He knew birthday. Was <laughs> hey, Bird, <birthday. Bert, laughs> thank was you. Uh, also, Valentine's Valentine's Day. He needs a Valentine. Um, I'll be his Valentine. Yeah. So he yes! also, he also left birthday that boys left. They're gonna go right. on a date. Yeah. Birthday boys can go do something. All right. Let's fun. do it. Uh, Friday, he has a group go report buddy. due on Friday, so he has a report due. So we'll be working on that this week. That's I think the, he, what he alludes to on the grind all day on the grind. Um. And then Saturday, finish report due Monday in the morning. And Saturday at midnight. And then Saturday at midnight, it's, oh, it's the big guy's big, big, big guys, 21st I'm birthday. So, so we'll be able to report back on that on next Monday's show. Exactly, exactly. And then to cap off the great weekend on Monday, he has a physics test.
0: Oh, great way to get things started. All right. Tensive so, schedule as of now. So that was Bird What's the Word. And now we get into our very fun segment. And Jules is on. She called Hi in. Hi,
1: everybody. Oh, there she is. She's actually She, she
0: is. is here. Yes, I did it. She, I'm so proud of you. I told <laughs> you, see, no big Thanks. deal. So we are going to do, so as I said, we're in the part of sports now where things really die down, even though we still t- ended up talking to 817, <laughs> which is actually
2: incredible. <laughs> no, no. How, yeah. I thought we were going to leave I'm proud, early tonight. I'm proud of you guys.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. That was a team effort the right, right
2: there. Benjamin and I here oh, really are so,
0: so we are going to steal this from our favorite podcast. So. Yeah, so we're going to do Mount Rushmore season, which, what does that mean? Mount Rushmore, as you know, the four top presidents. Can you guys name who the four presidents are on there? You no, know, I don't even <laughs> want to. Never
1: mind. No, save Able Able. You, can't. you can't. Roosevelt, yeah. Jackson, and um, I just said it. I didn't hear. I'm trying to think of the fourth.
0: Jackson's not up there. Oh, Jackson tried to ruin the American economic system but we can get into economic history and other times alright so we're doing the Hamilton's Mount Rushmore of on, it. Uh, on it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ um, we're gonna get into the Mount Rushmore of Disney slash Pixar animated movies so how this works it's working just like a draft and we're going to give Jules the honor of the first pick. So she is joining us. We're doing Snake, and it is going to move from Jules, who is to my left oh, it's on my iPad. A draft? Yeah, it's a draft. Oh, dear. I yeah.
2: Wasn't ready for that. Yeah, I know. So, so I just have to list. I just have nope. to list nope. movies? No no, 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 no,
0: no, no. You give us your number one pick, and then it moves to me, and I give my number one pick, and then it moves to okay, Conrad, okay, yeah, and then it moves back. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. And then the N N N gets, okay. two. Yeah, then so gets two. Yeah, and then Matt gets two. After your
1: first
3: one, you got to get number two and three fired up.
0: All right. We'll explain to you. All right, Jules, you're up
3: first. All Um,
0: right. I'm going to go Tangled. Tangle is the number one what? pick in the draft. Whoa. Number one. Tangle. you, oh, you want me to get my <laughs> Yes, I'd love t- to hear t- t- Okay. not We're not
3: even on my list. Humor. And you've got great soundtrack.
2: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not knocking the pick <laughs> that you could have taken out with your last overall <laughs> Yeah, Jewel, I, I think it you reached on, on that one. That, that that, was, I never saw that pick, but it's a reach. I've got so many other ones. Don't worry she's got
0: plenty. Well, I'm going to steal them right now. All right, so we're going to go. My number one pick, Finding Nemo. <laughs> that was it's my just, number one. It's just too easy. It's actually the first movie I remember going to see in a movie theater. I remember walking out of it with my dad. And it's just Finding Nemo. It's the best. So, Finding Nemo, my number one pick on Mount Rushmore.
3: Okay. Conrad, you're up. All right, that was my number one pick. But I'm going to go with Monsters, Inc. Just a just a great movie. Solid. Fantastic movie. Oh, you're letting
2: oh. me steal two right here. All right, yeah. All right. All right, Matt, what you got two? That's right, so my back-to-back would be Cars. Oh! <laughs> and The Incredibles. Oh, you took Incredibles. That hurts.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Conrad, you're back up. Oh. oh, you know, no reasoning on it. You're just
2: those are. Your oh, it's just if you, if you <laughs> don't speak numbers, for itself.
0: Yeah, it's, you don't all right. Ciao, as Megan told us um, a million times on. Oh, Conrad, you weren't there for that. Yeah, Megan. Yeah, just, Megan has a lot of car stickers. I love cars. Right, Jules? <coughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, you, you, you are an accessory shirt.
0: as a part of that. Um, well, I won't. I nice. won't call it a crime, but you are an accessory <laughs> in acquiring them. Um, all right, Conrad, sure. up, up for pick number two. Oof, this might be a little bit of a reach. But I'm gonna go Lilo and Stitch. I had that on here. Oh, that's solid. Solid movie. Love really. Stitch. And I just want to say how disappointed I am in you and and Matt that for my number two pick you're allowing me to take Toy Story.
2: Damn it, Patrick.
0: I'm sorry, Jules. I'll be honest.
2: I <laughs> talked to Sad about this on my on my way over. I've he literally seen, just texted me. I've never been a huge Toy Story guy. Wow. I never have. It just yeah. they
3: just all blend together in my mind. So I. I I'm, couldn't make a decision
0: between which one to pick, so I just left it up. I'm just saying I have Finding Nemo and Toy Story through my first two picks. Kind of tough to beat. All right, Jules, you're up.
1: Um, I'm going to go Ratatouille. No! 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 <laughs> Jules is killing us. No! Oh, I got a
0: deep now. I got a dig now. Uh-oh. Why Ratatouille? Why
1: Ratatouille? Yes. Food.
0: All right, that's tough to France?
1: argue. <laughs> Culture.
0: Culture. Oh, There's God. a rat and again, controlling humor. A human. I gotta go
1: humor again. All right. I the humo hum-
0: humor is important. All right, and your third pick.
3: And my third pick.
0: Oh, yes. Dear.
3: Um, I'm gonna go up.
0: Ooh, all right, that's a good one. I I can get behind that.
4: Thank you. What, Thank what you do we
0: Patrick. think? Does anyone else want to support that, or are you gonna oh, shoot it down? Oh, dude. Oh, oh, Matt's scrambling right It's good. I'm, it's good. I'm, Russell, I'm,
1: Doug, are you kidding me? Yeah.
0: Up's pretty good. Saw saw saw. good. Up's, pick. Pick. Up's good. Um, I will continue my basically Golden State Warriors like team. La- um, can I predict what your next choice is? Yes. <laughs> Lion King. No. Oh, it's Aladdin.
4: Shocking. Oh, it's
3: Aladdin. Oh.
1: That was on my list. That's a good one. Oh. A good
0: Thank one. you. We're all excited for the remake coming out over the summer. going to be awesome. And again, it's Aladdin. Made it into a Broadway play. Will Smith's going to be in the new movie. Does
2: Lion King qualify? Because I'm looking it up. Lion King's not on the list. I'm just getting you on a technicality.
3: Oh, I don't know. It was on the list that I looked at because we're doing Disney and Pixar.
2: Oh, uh, uh,
0: yeah, Disney Pixar. and Pixar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, Connor, you're up for your number three. My number three. I think you've got the weakest one right now. The re- I'm going to go with uh, Frozen. Okay, you made up for it a little bit there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because All right. All right, P- people seem to like it, so we're gonna people go with seem a... to like it. Pick a sleeper kid. <laughs> you know which one. Can you name the princess a name? Sleeper?
3: Elsa. Oh, he got it. Let's go. And it's got a great song, so we're going to go with a,
0: great, a song. great song. Remember when we blasted that freshman year in Stanford when no, <laughs> no one else was okay. there? That was a fantastic that was time. That was quite a time. Alright, kid, you're up. Num- oh. Number three and
2: four. Three so this and is three big four. for you. Four? Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, so now that I'm aware that it's Disney and Pixar, <laughs> and Lion King has been selected. <laughs> I put it on the sheet, <laughs> Disney slash Pixar. Yeah, Lion King has been selected. That's like lock of the week. That's on my Lock of the week of the year. Yes, yeah, so I've taken Lion King and then a controversial, that it's a, it's, oh, a, it's a Uh-oh. sleeper. Oh god! Some not all like it. I was talking to Birdman last night. Oh, Birdman it. didn't like it. It was. I was crying in my chair and I was watching <laughs> this movie. It was so funny. I have no idea what movie? The movie. Incredibles <laughs> two. Oh, baby Jack! Great movie. I agree, both Matt. I have to agree. Great movie. movie. Jules
0: is with you. I haven't seen Incredibles. All right, so so baby so so Jack Jack, Jack is the greatest thing on the surface. Yes, yeah, so
2: I got both Incredibles right you now. You did get which both is, Incredibles. Is, is phenomenal. And then I got you know Cars and Lion King to run it out. I mean, all right,
0: that's 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 pretty good. It's pretty good four. All right, Conrad, fourth pick.
3: All right, Well, this is gonna lock up my worst one, but we're just gonna go with it for the banter.
0: We're gonna go with Zootopia. Hey Matt, do you have any comments on that? No. <laughs> that is an absolutely wonderful inside joke, and I'm not sure Matt's ever gonna recover from that one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's just smiling at us. I think that might have moved mine up a little bit. That, that was that was pretty good. And with my fourth pick, I, wow, I literally just played the song from this in the break. It's Beauty and the Beast.
2: I thought about it. Not a huge not fan. That's a, a fan. good one. Not yeah. a huge fan. Yeah,
0: not bad. And Jules... It's Be- all about Beastie. That's just all right, strange. All right, you just absolutely terrorized this mountain Rushmore. All right, Jules, and you get to take us home. Like, I didn't already do that to the show. No help.
1: I'm... All right, I'm Shannon. gonna end it with I'm gonna end it with Inside Out.
0: Oh, that's that's a big one. That you was pretty high sleep on that movie. That's pretty high on the on the. I don't rankings, think it so. makes no the, the list.
2: Moana?
0: No one picked Moana, boy. No
2: one Moana?
0: picked Moana. Nu- no, no Moana. <laughs> J- Jules laughed at you, so that's a no. <laughs> All right, everyone. So state your four. So starting with Jules.
3: Um. So I've said Tangled. Yep. Ratatouille,
4: Up, and Inside Out.
0: Very very solid. I've got Finding Nemo, Toy Story. Um, Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. <laughs> Blank there that for a second. <laughs> 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 Concussions, my friends. Nah, you got a I'm sorry. It's all, you I, have a good lineup. Struggled for that. That was a great lineup, <laughs> and okay. you know it. All
3: right. I got Monsters Inc., Lilo and Stitch, Zootopia, and Frozen.
0: Zootopia's is a real winner there.
2: And then I have Cars, Incredibles 1 and 2, <laughs> and Blackjack. <Lion King. laughs> and <the lineup. laughs> Matt's got a pretty
0: solid. <laughs> Conrad solid. absolutely has the worst one. Conrad botched. Yeah. yeah, it's not, oh, it's not yeah, even botched. close. But it, we all knew that was going to happen. But all right, I, I would take that. So a very a very fun start to Mount Rushmore season. Jules, did you see? It wasn't that bad. I told you. you have it fun.
1: wasn't that bad. It wasn't I bad. Thank you for having you. me. See,
2: nurses can talk on the Thank radio. Thank you very much. What did you think, Matt? What did you think she did? Jules, yeah. Oh, phenomenal. Her her choices were questionable. <laughs> <laughs> radio oh, And while I'm wow. on, while I'm
1: on, yes. I just
4: want to uh, throw it out there that you know the bachelor's on tonight.
2: Oh, so all right, time to cut everyone... off her mic.
4: All right, So, all right, no? so
1: the bachelor,
3: we're going to do a quick
1: recap last no, week. No, there was no right. Thanks for coming the on. Chick Jules. That has never
0: been
4: kissed, all right, bye, was boys, kissed. See ya.
0: So that's your recap from the bachelor. I shut off his mic. All right, we're going to go into around the Nova Nation <laughs> as we wrap up because we have gone over time now. Women's tennis won at Lehigh. Women's lacrosse lost at Duke, nineteen to nine. So, tough start. Yeah, your mic is off. I know you're looking at the soundboard. Yeah, I turned I'm your mic off. I'm to figure out if Moyes on or not. Moyes is on. I'm going to turn
3: Moyes off. <laughs> Why? 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 <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, so it's just me and Matt now having, and having a conversation. And then I had a track update, but I turned your mic off. So that's I, got just... it. I
3: got it. It's a big one. Casey Comber ran uh, 4.58 in Boston, so that's another sub-4. He's going to NCAAs. You're invading my personal space. And the DMR... 358, 3.58. 3.58. Whatever. I don't know words. And then the DMR is going to try to run a national qualifier this weekend. In North Carolina. So good luck to them.
0: And then Big East is a week away. So great stuff. All right. So that's our show. Oh, we're going to wrap. Oh, my God. What a show. So, of course, got to say thank you. Yeah, I love the clapping. Got to say thank you. Very professional. To Jordy and Jules for coming in. So we've gone from at least me being on the radio since freshman year, not having one caller to having two callers on the same show. So that's just electric right there. Mount Rushmore season has begun, and we already have our Mount Rushmore picked out for next week. Matt Wood came up with it. We can't tell you what it is. It's
3: a game time decision. Matt already forgot.
0: Matt's already forgot. Oh, I, oh, he's got oh, it now. Oh, so it'll be a, another very contentious. Oh, boy, forgot. We might have Jordy on for that one as well. So we'll see. Um, talking about draft picks. Oh, my oh. God. I just said it. All right. Well, I'll just oh. leave it at
4: that. You there.
0: don't know what it's about oh, with draft picks, but we're talking excited. about draft picks.
2: Way too excited.
0: Again, thank I'm you not. to everyone for tuning I'm in. in NBA, yeah. Running through it. Moy, uh, I'm gonna shut your mic off. We got Connor, off. Jordy, The Birdman, Jules, Rebecca, Shan, Joe, Megan, Fiona, Mom, Dad, Marie, Joe, Johnny, Bayers, Woods, Moyes, everyone for listening. Thank you so much. This is Round on eighty nine WXVU. We'll be back next Monday. Download the podcast so you can listen to us again. And go cats.